There is such a thing as good cheap beer, but it can be hard to find, which is why we're good swill hunting. Join our team of experts on a swill journey. Brian Richards, our industry insider, Matt Friend, our beer outsider, who after three seasons of good swill hunting, still prefers bush ice. And new this season, Rick Speed, a true beer connoisseur. And I'm your host, Blaine Tollison. Together, we're trying the cheap stuff so you don't have to. This is Good Swill Hunting. Welcome back as we are in the dog days of summer. It is hotter than blazes this time of year. Um, And we've been cracking our beers open right at the beginning of the podcast. So I I just want to know from my my cast members here, have you guys liked uh, cracking the beers open right off the top of the podcast? Yes, because I got so tired of waiting to drink the beer. It's like, let's let's talk for like 10 or 15 minutes before I get a sip of beer. Yeah, because we can get off track and just start rambling for the longest time. Yeah, no, uh, this is the better way to do it. Matt, do you agree? Crack? Yeah, no, I'm I'm down. I mean, you can see in Rick's live stream that I've got a bush ice back because I'm tired of waiting for y'all's. Uh, always, always. Yes, I um, got it. I got an Narragansett going on right here. So okay, yeah. Um, I had a Michelob Golden sitting somewhere, but uh, Rick, uh, he he has so much uh, prowess in the. He's uh, not paying attention right now. The, well, it's because he's filming with his cell yeah. phone right now. I'm, Hello, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Uh, thank you for joining us on Instagram right now, and uh, thank you for joining us on wherever you get your podcast. We appreciate it, and we're glad you're here. Uh, so my neighbor brought some beers back for us, including Stroh's, and he brought back Spotted Cow for us. And both of these beers are ones that Brian, our beer insider, has been demanding for a couple uh, good swill hunting seasons now. The flavor on that, yeah. man. Yeah. You, you can't get Spotted Cow or New Glarus outside of the state of Wisconsin. I, I will say, so my, my neighbor, he's a, he's a pretty good friend. He actually, on his way home, drove out of his way with his dog, uh, two kids, and wife in the suburban they rented, and went out of their way to make sure that he picked up Spotted Cow for us. Uh, his name's Carrington. He lives in my neighborhood. Thank you, uh, brother. We appreciate it. Uh, ma- making our podcast fun. He should have came by tonight to, to <laughs> say, hey, neighbor. Yeah, he, he's he, he's somebody he likes to kind of hang behind the scenes. Okay. Uh, but I think he's going to get a kick out of us uh, doing these beers. And, that, um, and what, we thank him. What I loved about this the brewery, they only, they only sell in the state of Wisconsin. And a few years ago... Um, they did a April Fool's joke, and I remember reading the comments on Facebook. And it's like I can't believe the idiots out there that believed them, but they said that uh, they were moving the brewery to Rhode Island, and we're only going to be <laughs> selling within the state border of Rhode Island. And it was like, no, you can't leave us. I'm like, do you re- do you really think that's serious? I mean, like, even if it wasn't April Fools, like, do you really think that's serious? People are dumb. People, I know you can't tell jokes anymore because no. uh, people will think they're real. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're trying Spotted Cow from New Glarus Brewing, New Glarus, Wisconsin. And this stuff is $7.99 for a six-pack of 12-ounce bottles. All this research by Brian, our beer insider. Thank Fucking you, sir. Brilliant. I appreciate it. Um, you know, everybody just plays a role. You know, I'm trying to host. Br- Brian's over here, you know, researching stuff. And Rick is uh, is live streaming on, on Instagram. And Matt's, Matt's just sitting there. <laughs> and what, what exactly do I do? We're not sure yet. <laughs> I said all that just to mess with you. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I... We need Matt awake. You, you drink I hear bush a beer ice. crack, and I'm like, hey, you guys are hanging out? I'll hang out. That was a fun video we did a while ago when we 
I had that very short-lived TikTok channel, then we realized we were too old for TikTok. <laughs> I know, we, the, we need to step it up. We only got one viewer right now, so like we... That was a good oh, TikTok video. Someone's got to start like, showing nipples or something. Oh, oh, here, sorry. here, I'm, I'm yeah. down. Oh, God. Oh, 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 okay. Um, back on track, guys. Hi, uh, mom. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, untapped rating for uh, Spotted Cow is three point eight nine, and uh, here are some comments from some untapped users who said, "Hello, Spotted Cow, my old friend, still tasty." Another person said, "Spotted Cow will always be the perfect farmhouse beer. It tastes like beer, nothing more, nothing less. It's wonderful." Another person said, "When in Wisconsin." Uh, yeah, okay. Um, so this stuff, um, the first sips on it. Let's uh, roll that right now. It's time for First Sip Impressions. Have a business and want to make a good impression? Advertise with us. Like a lot of beer we try, it won't cost you much. Just shoot us an email at goodswillpodcast at gmail.com. And you can also check us out on Instagram. We have some videos on there and beautiful pictures of our beer and uh, some information about it as well. And uh, you can also send us beer from wherever you're from. Just shoot us an email again at goodswillpodcast at gmail.com. We have uh, one of our listeners sending us some beer, and uh, Rick is helping you out with that too. If you want to do that, we'll, uh, we'll hook you up, and we will do an episode and give you a funny beer review here on Goodswill Hunting. So uh, first tip impressions on Spotted Cal. Uh, Matthew. Yeah, I'm – I'm over the moon. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> right? Come on, Matt. Come the dad jokes again. How now, spotted cow? Yeah, I, I like it. I like it. First sip, I like it. I'm with you on it. Um, like, it was... It, I, I don't know about you, but I got a lot of fav- flavor up front, mm-hmm. and then, like, a really easy aftertaste. And I'm kind of impressed right now at this point in time. Brian? I'm really having trouble comprehending it, to be honest with you, because... Uh, first of all, I'm so glad it's not a letdown like Medea, because um, I was really fearful that this is going to be a letdown. But at the same point, this isn't a lager. Like, this isn't a typical regional beer that is a hot seller. This is so different than that. Is this a craft? I, yeah, but the price isn't there, but they're independently owned, they're craft. I'm just having a hard time comprehending this beer. Um, just it's mind blowing. I'm definitely getting a farm vibe from it, as they are saying here. So farm, this, this farmhouse thing they're saying. This is the only farm beer though that I've ever seen the sold of this scale. I mean, that's yeah. where I, that's where that's I'm a little mind blown. It's, it's usually just the thing you get on tap at the brewery, right? You know? Yeah, it's some pretentious brewery where a guy in a beanie's Rick, pouring uh, beer in yeah. July and it's yeah. 100 degrees. And you're like, why are you wearing a stocking? You want our farmhouse, bro? Yeah. Uh, and he has one of those little mustaches that are the trend right now. The, every the man, handlebar ones, dude. I want to punch every man that has one I of know, those. Like, like they're coming back from what the year nineteen thirty something. My, my barber's that, like, you should shave your beard and grow one of those. It, I'm like, even, you're fired. Is that even farther back, like into the into the eighteen hundreds? I don't know. When did that's like Peaky Blinders. 
Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, man. When did perverts start industrial, coming about? Because uh, that's where they're from. They're from perverts. In, industrial perverts uh, revolution. It's, it's weird when I see a dude gone to that much length with his mustache. Mustache wax is like hot yeah. seller right now. If you're a you know a hipster and you're making mustache wax, you're you're selling Have out. Have you thought every about week. mustache wax, Rick? I could probably do the uh, little. Really? Oh, yeah. right. See, I like that. In. I think that's good. Grow, grow it out and get the little wrinkle. Rick's yeah. Got, yeah. Rick, See, Rick has a nice turn-of-the-century beard going on. Yeah, Both Rick and Brian trim their beards. Mine's a full natural. It's Yeah, because like the side of yours, that's your friggin' sideburns. That's six inches long. Right. You know, <laughs> the, carpet, the carpet matches the drapes. Oh, you know? oh, oh, oh boy. <laughs> We've gone from nipples to carpet matching drapes. But, but see that? I can twist it up, make it real pretty. Oh, my gosh. Oh, invited yeah. him to the show. You, got some you guys haven't wow. complimented me on my beard. Your, Your beard, beard is sexy. Oh, I finally have a beard here. Yeah, that's looking good. Did you start man. growing that last that, month when we I, stopped recording? I think so. And, you found my, that's all you've gotten. But my beard knowledge has grown with the beard. You you need to start getting some oil in there, man. And some beard oil. Your yeah. beard knowledge has grown. That's yeah. like not even a scruff. And you got to kind of bring it like you got to get like a line going there, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll work on that. I'll tell you what. It's filling it, in. Though. It just it's means mach- in. It means his wife hasn't wanted to kiss him since she gave. Oh birth. yeah, that's what he said. That's what he said. That's right. Like, if I want to kiss sugar. my wife, I gotta keep my beard shaved. But, yeah, she. Well, she stopped kissing me anyway, so I just gave. Ooh. I bet because every time Ooh. she ends up pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that's a point there. Uh, Rick, what's your first impression on Spotted Cow? It got a lot of flavor. Um, as I re- I remember it being a pretty flavorful beer. It has a it does have a lot of flavor, but I'm not put off by the flavor at all. Okay. Um, but definitely agree with you guys. Like I totally would like feel like I should be sipping on this, sitting on like a, a picnic table with some cornfields in the back. Yeah, yeah. Some wheat, you know, growing, a couple of goats roaming around. Yeah, I'd take this westward to Nebraska. You mean cows? Some cornfields. It's got like a very earthy a very earthy flavor to it. Yeah. Um yeah, uh, can you describe the can, Matt? I, but I don't expect you to read. Sorry, read I, I was I was lost in thought there with Rick's theme. I was I was in the barn I, with the farmer's daughter. I've been and, on my family, hey. <laughs> <laughs> but you know the can is really cool. It's uh, it's got a cow that appears to be jumping over the state of Wisconsin. You got your chocolate starfish there. Yep, right down there, <laughs> showing where Milwaukee is. I think I don't really know what's there. It's not Milwaukee. <laughs> Maybe that's where New Glarus is. Anyway, on the other side of the can, on the obverse, there's a green circle with an outline of the state of Wisconsin. But the state of Wisconsin has a fingerprint loops and whirls in it. Yeah, what, yeah that's, what it, is that? It, you want to know? I, I want to know whose fingerprint is that? Can we put it through Brian the NCIS? I don't know, but when we get in the history, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess that the lady who founded it, because she seems arrogant enough to put her fingerprint oh, on there. Wow. Now wow. I'm interested to hear the history. I'm, but wow. I'm let, me, let, me, let me read the back of this can, because I think it's, a little, it's here. a little small for me. Yeah, Matt. seriously. The rest of, yeah, the rest of us are too blind and old to read that. Every drop of Wisconsin's original farmhouse ale is artisan brewed and bottled by the hardworking employee owners of New Glarus Brewing Company. Right here in little New Glarus, Wisconsin. Spotted Cow adheres to the Reinheitsgebot purity law using only four hand-selected all-natural ingredients, yeast, hops, water, and malted barley. 
We allow yeast to remain in the bottle to enhance the fullness of flavors so it is naturally cloudy. Okay, now I want a glass. Expect this ale to be fun, fruity, and satisfying. You know you're in Wisconsin when you see a spotted cow. Only in Wisconsin. Mm. Daniel and Deborah Carey. They have their signatures there. Too. Okay, so it's either Daniel or Deborah. Deborah, guarantee it. You think so? Or yeah. maybe both yeah. of them? I read it. Yeah. Or both of them, maybe? Yeah. <coughs> it's, yeah, they both signed it. I could go well, for no, some. I, mean, I think your print. I can go for some Wisconsin cheese curds. Mm. Uh, okay. Right? Fried? Mm-hmm. Ooh, fried cheese curds yes, from Wisconsin? Please. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Um, all right. So, New Glarus Brewing. Uh, we don't get a lot of this down here in North Carolina. So, uh, tell us about New Glarus or, or Brewing and, and how to... How did do we, we feel did, about uh, it? I, I feel that we used to get distro of this. No, no. Never? The only state that they distroed in. no. Well, yeah, the only state that they sent it to was Illinois, and they cut that back in 2003. Hmm. Um, brewery was founded in 1993 by Deborah Carey, um, and it was a husband. A husband. It was a gift to her husband, Dan. Did you say Debbie Harry? Deb, Deborah Carey. Oh. You want a brewery, honey? Yeah. And so it was a gift from Deborah to Daniel. Um, they and, and um, the brewery. It's so it's family owned, still in the family. Um, well, not still in the family because now they are employee owned. Uh, but they. It's really cool that the brewery itself, um, as they've grown, they they built the brewery into almost a Bavarian village, and they draw about one hundred fifty thousand tourists annually. Um, the beer that we're drinking today was introduced in nineteen ninety seven. Um, which is a cast conditioned farmhouse ale. Now, I brought up some controversy because I've heard amazing things about this brewery, amazing things about this beer, and honestly, the beer is living up to the hype. But, man, I caught some major BS on their website that I want to just bring out. Oh, up. boy. And when I read this stuff, it really it makes comes. me question the integrity of the business. You know what grinds my gears? Yeah, it says, one of the most award-winning breweries of its size. Those are see they when, won like two GABFs, but see why do breweries make those claims? And I know sometimes they can and they should, but you know I, I feel like it's a kind of a risk because they can just they because it's bullshit. Yeah, Pilot Brewing but, here in Charlotte has won more awards than them, and they've they been in just, business for like five years. If even and Pilot's that. smaller, yeah, yeah. but so, they, could, they could just stand they could just stand on their product, right? Oh, but I'm not done. This is brag. I'm not continue. Done. Oh my, another point. The fastest microbrewery startup ever. No. From no. the time they started till when they opened. Maybe. Fastest ever. Maybe back then. Sorry, I stomped. Maybe oh, back you then. You stomped really hard. Bullshit. Maybe I'm, back then. I'm still, I'm still calling bullshit not to, on it. Not to today's standards. Yeah. Or this is the one that really, like, this is where. Wow. That got me, like, angry. It's that they said Deborah establishing herself as the first woman to found and operate a brewery in the United States. Mm. Ooh, gosh, if they read history, they would have known that in 1713, Elizabeth Haddon in Pennsylvania founded a brewery and operated it. In 1976, Suzanne Stern-Denison and Jane Zimmerman founded New Albion in California. And then uh, in 1987, right before uh, New Glarus opened, um, Carol Stroud founded Stroud's Brewing in Adamstown, Pennsylvania. Um, oh, 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 let's also forget Irene Ferment uh, founded Full Sail in 1978. Why are they making those claims? False claims, man. It makes me not ever want to drink this beer after I have okay, this today. So, I'm so, so angry. Okay, Brian, educate me here. A lot of beers do this. 
they they make a lot of bold claims and 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 we found that on our podcast where where we found you know breweries of all kinds of all sorts of quality of beer. Yeah, they they, I, I feel, they like to make big claims. I feel and, that and they're sometimes they right. Think the people wrong. The people that are drinking the beer aren't going to fact check it. To yeah. tell you the truth, well, it's a little emba- here. it's a little embarrassing to tell you the truth because they're not the only ones that do it. I've seen I've seen this multiple times before. Other breweries claiming things that are totally false um, because it's that clickbait when you go to their website. Oh yeah, I got to get this. This is you know they're saying this is the best thing since sliced bread. You know, yeah. and it's not. Yeah, and do people who are drinking the beer really care? Well, I mean, if they like the beer or not. And I, I know I'm going to get, you know, I mean, if they listen to this, they're going to probably tell us to take it hey, down. I, but I will tell you right now, they got a good beer. They don't, they need, do. they don't need to make those claims. Di- Dan, even, we like your beer just fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Deborah and stand Dan, like on, beer. Stand on the quality of the beer. Yeah. Don't, don't load your website up with a bunch of false information. Fire the intern. And, but at the same point, and I don't know where it ended, it might still might be in, in the courts, but they got sued two years ago. By other founding investors. At least there wasn't a murder. But there was the right. There's no Moosehead Moose murder head. going on. Moosehead. But at the same point, it's like, oh, she was the founder, and and you know, and these breweries hide the fact that, oh, it's just me and all my money. I mean, OMB in town did that. They hid all of their foreign investors. That they're like, oh, we're American, we're Charlotte. Oh, now they had so much foreign money, um, and and you get that here. She's so. Uh, this is some of the claims from the lawsuit, but over the subsequent 28 years, according to the suit, Kerry, uh, Deborah Kerry, who they're talking about specifically, has increasingly consolidated power, control, and profits to her own family's interests and to the unlawful detriment of the plaintiffs. Kerry serves as CEO, sole director, and majority, majority voting stakeholder. She changed bylaws without notice, didn't disclose other companies' offers to buy the brewery, Told them she'd never pay out profits beyond the tax distributions and tried to get them to sell their stakes without disclosing enough information for the investors to adequately judge the value of their shares. And of the employee ownership, it says, <coughs> it says Kerry has not signed a new stakeholders agreement or shareholders agreement that restricts other investors. And neither has the employee stock ownership plan, which she formed in 2015 in an effort to assure continued local ownership of the company, but which the lawsuit contends is a mechanism to support artificially low share valuation so she could control it. I mean, that's, that, those are claims. Those are claims that I read from an article. In your notes I'm looking at here, Brian, though, she says some nice things about her employees. Here. Oh, my gosh. I hate that. I hate how she wrote this. No, re- read she, it because I'm going to get angry. Okay, she re- I'm getting angry. Brian has a really nice quote here from Deb Carey. On her website. On her website. Uh, on her website? On, on the website for the website, New Glarus's. Okay. She says this on there. These people, the employees. These people. That's like the first rate. That, that means racism right there. Those people. These easy, people. Easy, easy, Bro. Don't, don't take us down that road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These people are important to me, and I know what it's like to work hard and not be treated fairly. The decisions we make can impact them. They can send their kids to school. They can buy a house. They can go on vacation. Those are the things that make life bearable and rich. Bearable. This allows them to give others, give to others, and that's a great honor, Deb Carey. Is she Jesus Christ right now? 
Because that's the way she's trying to sound like in yeah. that quote. Yeah, I thought that quote was extremely snooty. Yeah, it's it's, but I, not for I, nothing. I, it kind of sounds like too that when these original papers were drawn up, nobody read it, nobody took it to a lawyer, and they basically gave her all that power. Like in that original, you know, paperwork, there had to be something <laughs> in there that l- basically gave her the right to revoke and do all this stuff. And nobody took it to a lawyer. They were just taking her word for it or whoever presented them with the contracts or the paperwork or the shareholders agreement or whatever. They were just taking their word for it. And in there, it it gave her all that power. Yeah, that that could be true. And there could be a reason why she doesn't want to sign another one because now those people are going to take anything they have and have an actual legal you know, a uh, person look at it. Yeah, and and I see, and I think that maybe when I, when I read that article, I read it through the lens of the false claims already on her website. Yeah, and I, I have a distrust. Like I, I have a distrust for this company, but the beer's good. Yeah, well, I mean, like it starts at the foundation, and then it just you you keep reading and researching, and more and more just keep piling on top of it. Yeah, you know, and then you're just like getting disgusted. But like you said, the beer. Farmhouse, farmhouse ale wise, this is amazing. Yeah, don't don't just make good beer. Don't stroke yourself while you're doing it. Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, maybe that might taste of beer better. If, if I could make good beer, I would stroke myself all the time. <laughs> you, you stroke yourself while you're drinking good beer. And on that note, we'll roll last call. <laughs> <laughs> Closing time. Let's weigh in on this cheap swill and rate it for. The world Closing time One last call for alcohol So finish your cheap Ass beer You know what I'm going to rate this swill, and I'm going to try to put the brewery's uh, stuff aside because there are employees, uh, there are employees that uh, work hard on this beer and mm-hmm. make it happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm not going to factor, you know, some of that controversy into my rating because the beer is. The beer we're, is we're, we're rating the beer. We're rating the beer. We're, you got to forget about, the beer forget about and, all that. And um, I'm trying to. F- Man, uh, it's a good beer. It's a good beer. Um, I could drink like a few of these and and really enjoy it, especially by a cornfield. Especially when I, I could take this in my camper with me. Like I would love to have these in my camper. In fact, I have six more of these. I don't know. If I want to give you guys any Far, farm farmhouse ale wise. I mean, this is yeah. This is in my top ten. I think. I mean, mass produced farmhouse ale. I, I'm, I'm gonna drop this one out of four. That's where I'm at. I'm at a four on this on this one. It's that good. It, it just it's got it's got an all around flavor that I just really like. Yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna match them on that one with a four because uh, I mean I'm gonna not judge the brewery by the owners. Um, I'm gonna judge them by what they're making. And this is bold, right? The, when they came out with this, even the, the, at the time they came out with this, this was not what the world was drinking. They were drinking. Budweiser and Bud Light. They're drinking either, you know, uh, you know, your your you know your full lagers or your light lagers. That, that's all. And they came out with a farmhouse ale that is quite fruity. And and I, I'm thinking like all the scenarios they would drink this. I could easily drink this at the beach in the summer. I could easily drink I'm, this 
during football season, during the winter when so I'm many just occasions. killing. Yeah, this is a, a, a year-round beer. We should bring this on our camping trip. Well, if we can get more of it, but after... Well, maybe I'll just save my other half of my six-pack. Because I'm going to tell you, Deborah's not sending me another six-pack, I'll tell you that damn much. But I feel like on that, on, on that, the first, like, when you're, not first sip, but just when you're sipping it, there's all these flavors coming in, on which is weird to me, because normally it's, like normally it's after you've already sipped it that you start getting well flavors. Executed, well executed, yeah, there, there, there's a lot of, all there's that a lot of front house earthiness front, and yeah there's a lot of yeah. front, front on the front flavors which for me i'm i'm you know i'm not as uh you know I, established as you I'm, guys in this beer world but I'm the word you're looking for, for me, is bougie bo- i'm not as bougie as them and i'm noticing that i'm gonna add to my list of anger towards new glass right now that they don't send this out of the state I'm, that makes me angry i want to buy it here in north carolina why do you think that they is? Want it, she wants to control the narrative <laughs> it's all about control, Brian. That Rick Speed said that. All right. me. It's all about control. Let's get off our, our soap boxes. And I like so a woman good. in uh, control. Mm, me too. Mm. Rick, mm. Uh, how, hey. You know what? I, I saved Matt for last the last time. Of course. But, I didn't but, rate. But Matt, I didn't rate. I know, but Matt, what are you, oh, okay. where are you at on this? Oh, I'm, I'm with you guys. I'm easily at a four. Um, it's damn could, good. Could be convinced to go. This is the only cow I'm tipping in Wisconsin. <laughs> I'm cow tipping. All right, Rick. Three seven five. What? Uh, three seven five. You have the He's most three seven five. Yeah. No, I, there's there's some farmhouse ales that. So Rick has an informed palate, though. Uh, th- th- there's some farmhouse ales that kind of tell us that pe- are yeah. a four for tell, me. But tell produced us, at this scale, yeah, though. Tell us peasants huh? why. Produced at this scale. Not at this scale. Yeah. But there's there's I've had farmhouse ales that that are a little bit that knock this that I would put out a four. Yeah. yeah, Rick. Rick's looking at you like, I don't play, bitch. You know they have a pot- you know some of Fauna Flora stuff is, yeah, is, yeah. Is, but it's also not swell like Fauna Flora stuff. That's is, true. This yeah. is cheap. Yeah. Last time I this went is to, cheap. Last time I went to Fauna Flora, I had to sell my car when I got done drinking there. <laughs> well, mass mass produced wise, you know this is this is what it is. But they, yeah, you know yeah. the the people that run the brewery they have their own podcast. You think they're gonna invite us on? No. Not after what Not you me. said. They might invite you. I'm like, we're gonna have to ask Deb. That guy's trouble. Deb told told them to go, go to hell. We're gonna get a cease and desist. I know. No, we're good. Our first one. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Cheers. 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 Um. So uh, next week we're gonna have a special guest on. Um. And we're gonna. Is it gonna be Deborah? Is this gonna be Deborah? We're finally doing Buckeye beer. We're finally doing Buckeye beer, and we're gonna do one. Uh, this is gonna be our first um, caller phoner. Yeah, we're doing a phoner uh, with a with a uh, a guest who that's really cool who uh, brought this beer to us. Long time listener, first time caller. Br- Brian, uh, so you're taking a break next week. Y'all yeah, be sitting in the green room. All right, and and uh, we'll see you the week after. Yeah. Um, uh, you got some family matters to attend to. Sure. <laughs> Um, but Family anyway, Matters, I loved that show Family, That was a good show Next week, we're going to be trying Buckeye Beer special guest What's his name, Rick? Andrew Lewandowski Andrew Lewandowski We'll see you next week Thanks for hanging in there with us For another round of alcohol-fueled antics Good Swill Hunting is produced and recorded by Robert Blaine VoiceOver Studios out of Charlotte, North Carolina. As always, we encourage all of our listeners to drink responsibly. I'd like to thank our cast of characters who also help produce our content. And check them out on Instagram. Ryan Richards at BRichWrites. Rick Speed at Rick Speed. 
And if you want to follow Matt, who has yet to post a thing on Instagram, find him at matthew.friend.961. If you discovered a new swill, or we at least made you laugh, give us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcast. And feel free to drop us a line on Instagram at goodswillpodcast. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to raising another one with you.